Overcoming the hardest things you may face in podcasting. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 266. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. Effective podcasting can be hard work. Please don't believe anyone who says, oh, podcasting is easy. Well, there are ways it can be easy, but that can be very expensive. It's basically when you have a lot of other people doing stuff for you that podcasting becomes easy and all you have to do is focus on the content. But even then, it's still hard work. And when you are a solo podcaster, or even if you're working with a team, hard things do come up with your podcast. And when those hard things come, you may feel like giving up. And I don't want you to give up. So here are some of the hardest things you may face with your podcast, as well as some tips for overcoming them. I want to talk to you about starting, about negative feedback, about controversy, about continuing, about improving, and about ending your podcast. These are different things that I think may be the hardest things you'll face in podcasting. And if you'd like to follow along in the show notes for this episode, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things. And all of the links and resources I mentioned will be there in the show notes for you. Let's start off with starting a very good place to start. Starting is one of the hardest parts of podcasting, just like starting is for many things. Starting is really hard because it means taking a leap of faith. It means doing something that you probably haven't done before. It means learning new things. There are plenty of decisions to make about technology when you're starting your podcast. But as I've shown with the now 264 other episodes of the Audacity to Podcast, there's so much more to discuss about podcasting than merely the technology. Nonetheless, the technology can be a hurdle for many people. And that's why I often talk about technology, but I also help you with the concepts, the ideas, the audacity to podcast, giving you the guts and teaching you the tools sometimes. And when you're starting out, it is important for you to get what will accomplish your basic needs for your podcast and maybe considering hiring someone else to help you with the other things. That could be to help you with consulting, to help you with setting up your website, to help you with just you buy a website template and you work with that, or you buy some package deal of some sort. You really shouldn't obsess over your microphone, your recorder, your website design, and all of these other technological pieces of your podcast. Because after all, if you never start your podcast, your technology choices won't ever matter at all. So if you're struggling to get started with your podcast, let me make this simple for you. Get the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone if you're in the United States. If you're outside the United States, usually the Samsung Q2U is much cheaper. They're essentially the same microphone. So now that you know what microphone to get when you're starting out, you're done. Move on. Don't obsess over finding the perfect microphone for your voice. Just get something that works. When I first started podcasting, 
I was using that cheap little stick microphone that comes for free with sound cards from, you know, the 90s. That's what I was using when I started podcasting. But I coupled that with editing skills and with good microphone technique. And I was able to accomplish my basic goal when I first started out. Since then, I have significantly upgraded and very recently switched microphones. But I'll tell you about that switch near the end of this episode. So don't obsess over these things and trying to get them perfect. It's really important for you to jump in and you can improve things as you go along. But the plan for your podcast is also uh, an important hurdle and maybe even the most important hurdle that you'll face when starting your podcast. Think about what will you talk about? What's the purpose of your podcast? What helpful or entertaining value will you provide with your first episode? If you're going to obsess over anything about starting your podcast, make it these questions. You want to focus on your content and your goals. These are key parts of your plan. And your plan is how will you reach these goals? How will you work with your content? What kind of content will you be releasing? It's really good simply to know what will your first episode be about? How are you going to present value from your first episode? Not just to give a trailer for your podcast, not only to explain yourself or what the podcast will be about, but delivering value from episode one. When people ask me for my biggest tips for people looking to start a podcast, I always give these two tips. Number one, don't strive for perfection. Jump in. Number two may seem contrary to that because it's have a plan. So yes, jump in, but have a plan. Have a plan for how you'll jump in, but don't wait for everything to be perfectly aligned with your plan before you jump in. They seem contradictory but they really are complementary. So don't be afraid to start. Start new things. It's a good practice. Don't obsess over the process or the technology. Jump in, have a plan for that. Next, negative feedback. No matter how well you communicate or what you talk about with your podcast, I do think you'll receive negative feedback at some point. And the negative feedback usually affects us most, more than the loads of positive feedback we may receive. In fact, we could receive hundreds of pieces of positive feedback, but then be tormented by one piece of negative feedback. And it can really slow us down. It can be a really hard thing that, and I'm speaking from my own experience here, can sometimes make us feel like quitting or giving up. I've previously done an episode about dealing with negative feedback toward your podcast, and I have a link to that in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things. But to give you a brief review of those steps I gave for dealing with negative feedback, number one, don't get depressed from negative feedback. Number two, don't feed the trolls. Number three, pause, which stands for prepare, affirm relationships, understand interests, search for or seek out creative solutions, and evaluate options objectively and reasonably. Number four, look for what you can learn and improve from criticism. Number five, keep and revisit a praise folder of positive feedback. Number six, remember your focus. Number seven, go uplift someone else. Number eight, respond respectfully. Number nine, remove the negative feedback if truly necessary. And number 10, or just ignore the negative feedback altogether. Negative feedback can be a really hard thing to face in podcasting, and I'm 
I'm in a place right now while I'm recording this episode where I'm a little anxious to look at my email inbox because I know there will be negative feedback most likely waiting for me because of something I recently addressed in one of my other podcasts. And I'll mention that more in a moment. But it is important to look at those positive things. Look at the people whose lives you're positively affecting. Whether that be putting a smile on their faces, helping them to accomplish something, changing their lives in some way, entertaining them, distracting them from their complications and bad situations in life, you are changing people with your message. And remember that. So don't let yourself get caught up in the negative feedback and don't let it torment you. Yes, there are ways to process that, as I shared in the previous episode linked in the show notes. But it's important to keep on going on, despite the negative feedback you may sometimes receive, and learn from it when you can. Next, controversy. Every podcast, I think, has the potential to hit controversial issues. This could be big issues like religion, politics, or morality, or it could be smaller but equally passionately held opinions. For example, just start conversations with people like, what do you prefer, PlayStation or Xbox, Android or iOS, Windows or Mac OS? No matter how politically correct you may try to be in whatever controversial issue you're facing, you'll still offend someone on these divisive issues. So don't worry about avoiding offending anybody whatsoever. There are times to avoid the controversy, yes. There are times to stay silent. There are times to not bring something to the conversation for the sake of having an uplifting, encouraging, entertaining conversation, whatever your goals are. And I have done an episode previously about addressing controversy in your podcast. And the the interesting thing that came from this, the list of tips I gave, is that it's really an acronym for LAURA, L-A-U-R-A. Those five things are listen, acknowledge, understand, respect, and accept. Look back at that episode. I have a link in the show notes for this at theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things to get some better ideas of how you can address controversy in your podcast. I've faced uh, extremely controversial issues in one of my other podcasts. And the first time that I faced it, I chose respectful silence. But as a result, from that silence, not talking about the controversy at all, I received a firestorm of hate, threats, judgmentally ended relationships, all kinds of hurtful things and false accusations, and I said nothing about the controversial issue. The second time I faced the same controversy I did choose to address it as respectfully and lovingly as I believed I could, but without compromising my own beliefs. And although I do still receive hate for my position and a lot of really mean things, false accusations, it's that whole barrage of attacks all over again. I'm also receiving far more respect and even support for what I shared. Sometimes even coming from people who disagree, but saying, hey, thank you. For taking a stand for what you believe in. I totally disagree with you and I think you're wrong, but I appreciate that you took a stand, 
that you articulated it in the way that you did, that you came out and shared how it affects the rest of your life or what you believe based on your worldview. Thank you for being honest and transparent and authentic about it. So what my experience has shown me is that at least in this particular case and for my particular issue, it showed me that it was better to speak out and be hated or maybe even loved for being authentic and being honest and discussing the issue than remaining silent and trying to appease everyone, but probably confusing nearly everyone at the same time. And that's not what I wanted to do. And I'm in the middle of this right now. I just recently, just last week at the time of this recording, I put out something extremely controversial and it wouldn't be hard for you to find it if you're interested, but I'm not going to bring it into here because it has no relevance to this actual subject. But I was as honest and loving and authentic as I could be. And in many ways, pointing it back on me to say, hey, I'm guilty of things too. And and I continue to receive hate for this. It's very hard. And being transparent with you, it makes me feel like quitting. Because of this negative feedback that I'm getting. But there is all of that positive feedback. In fact, right now, it's probably a 10 to 1 ratio of positive feedback to negative feedback. But that negative feedback, yeah, really hurts. So that's why it's really important to learn how to deal with the negative feedback. And controversy could be extremely hard to address with your podcast. It could be something that you said, not realizing there was a controversy. It could be that you created a controversy. It could be that you have an extremely controversial opinion on something. And there may be a place for you to bring that up in your podcast. I have extremely controversial opinions on extremely controversial issues, just like probably everyone else does, but they don't come up in the Audacity to Podcast because they're not relevant. Yes, sometimes my worldview leaks through in the Audacity to Podcast, just like everyone else's worldview leaks through in everything else they do. And for me, that means I leak Christianity here and there. I'm not trying to shove it down your throat or trying to push you to believe a particular side of a controversial issue. I merely leak it. But then there are those times when I do believe I need to state clearly what I believe on this situation and then deal with the feedback as it comes in. And this can be one of the hardest things you'll face in podcasting. Don't shy away from it. Address it as is appropriate for your context and recognize that you will, regardless of what you say or which side you take, you will receive negative feedback, but you'll probably also receive positive feedback. So you need to keep going on and overcome that hardest thing in your controversy. The next hardest thing you may face in podcasting is continuing. Sometimes we can get tired from all of the hard work that it takes to make an effective podcast. And for every podcast that I've hosted, I have felt like quitting the podcast at some point and for various reasons, including the audacity to podcast. There have been times when I felt like I wanted to quit 
early on, later on. Sometimes it was related to issues with the podcast. Sometimes it was related to things outside the podcast. And I just felt like I don't want another responsibility or this burden of producing content or sharing this message every week with my audience. I just want to quit. I want to get this thing out. I have too many things on my plate now. I have my hands in too many fires right now. It's time maybe to stop doing one thing or another and move on. You may be in a similar situation right now. You may have faced this before, or you may face it someday in the future. And continuing does mean more hard work. It means that something might have to change. Either you need to change something about yourself, and that's always the first place to look, is what can you change to make things better? Or maybe there is something about the situation that needs to change, whether that be co-hosts, schedule, the content, distribution tools, or anything like that that you're working with. It could mean that something you're doing might not be working very well. Even if it's something that you really like, it might be making it feel like you shouldn't continue with your podcast. It may mean that there's something that's not meeting your expectations. Maybe you're not an overnight success. Maybe you're not getting as many downloads as you thought you'd get. Maybe you're not making as much money from your podcast as you wanted to make. Maybe you're not getting the opportunities you expected you would get by hosting your podcast. But if we stop something whenever it gets hard, we would never grow stronger. I believe this applies to every area of life. Looking at my own still very young marriage, there was that honeymoon phase in the first year. Then there were the tough years of really trying to learn how to deal with disagreements and accept each other's flaws. But if I had given up then, and that was the end of the story, then I would have never gotten to change and improve myself. And I would have never grown stronger. And I would have never gotten to enjoy the stronger, more beautiful years of marriage now and still even yet to come. I know there will be more struggles. Of course, there will be more struggles, but I'm more prepared for them now. And I know that on the other side, I'll be even stronger and things will be even better because I made it through one in the first place. The struggle in continuing could come even from confrontation, like maybe it's with your co-hosts or with your audience. It may even be confrontation outside of your podcast. Your struggle could come from burnout. It could come from complications with your workflow and many other areas. The struggle for continuing to podcast is real. And that's why you hear the statistic that many podcasters don't make it past episode seven, let alone episode one. I have several episodes that I've released in the past that can give you some ideas and tips on continuing your podcast. Look in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash hardest things. Here are these other five episodes I recommend. Five steps to an unstoppable vision for your blog or podcast. How to prevent pod fading and podcasting burnout. Seven ways to make podcasting fun. Seven free and easy ways to give your podcast new life. And five reasons your podcast audience isn't growing. Listen to those episodes if you haven't already, or maybe it's been a while since you listened to those episodes, and those can give you some new inspiration, a breath of fresh air for you to continue podcasting. 
I think this may be the biggest struggle for many podcasters because a lot of things can affect this. It could be a struggle with work-life balance or podcast and life balance, and you're struggling with pursuing this passion or this hobby or this business while also dealing with noisy neighbors, a noisy family, a family that or friends that just don't understand why you're talking into this microphone to an audience you don't see, but it's your passion. And it's not really about balancing work and life or hobby and life or anything like that. It's really about integrating these things together. The next hardest thing you may face in podcasting is improving. It's really easy to fall into this pattern of doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And sometimes we even expect different results by doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yes, there is a a big point to consistency and consistency is not monotony. Consistency could be consistently changing, consistently growing, consistently improving, consistently raising the bar. Consistency doesn't mean staying the same at the same time, same day, same week, same content, same approach, same passion. Consistency is great, but you also need to look for ways to improve. And really, I think we should be always improving everything we do in life. To borrow the phrase from my friend Cliff Ravenscraft, you need to take your life to the next level. Yes, there are times of rest where we can enjoy the hard work that we've put in, coast for a little while, but if you stay in that place of resting or coasting or just accepting things as they are, falling into that pattern, then you'll grow stagnant. I talk frequently about the five cornerstones of a podcast. Those are your content, that's the message you share, your presentation, how you communicate your message, your production, the technical quality of your presentation, and that is everywhere, your website, in your podcast, in your video, on your cards, all of that place, your promotion, how you grow your audience, as well as how you promote calls to action within your podcast, and your profit, what you want to gain why you're podcasting, and what you want your audience to gain from your podcast. Profit isn't only about what you gain, or it isn't only about money, but it's also about what you give and your purpose in podcasting. These five cornerstones, content, presentation, production, promotion, and profit, are the main focus of Podcaster Society, where I am really passionate about helping podcasters improve their podcast. And whether you're a hobbyist or a professional, and I want to help you improve whatever you do and increase the, quote, profit, unquote, and that is however you want to define profit for your podcast and what you're giving to your audience. So check that out at podcastersociety.com. Registration will be opening in summer 2016. But here are some tips for you. Instead of changing things merely for the sake of changing, look first at what seems to be not working well in your podcast cornerstones, your content, presentation, production, promotion, and profit, and see what you can do to improve those things. Maybe you have fantastic content, but your presentation style isn't working very well, or your promotion, you're not growing your podcast audience, you're not making money, you're not benefiting much from the podcast, or your podcast audience isn't benefiting much. Maybe your content isn't very good, 
So you need to improve the message that you share, choosing better feedback, choosing better questions to answer, choosing better news stories to cover. Maybe your chosen presentation method isn't working for your content and you need to change the format of your podcast. You need to change the length of your episodes. You need to change from interview to solo or maybe solo to co-host or maybe interview to conversation or there are many other ways that you could change your presentation for your podcast so that it supports the content. Maybe you need to upgrade your podcasting tools to get some better production. That could be upgrading your microphone, upgrading other hardware connected to your computer. It could be upgrading your computer, upgrading software, upgrading your website, upgrading other tools to make things easier for you and make it faster for you to get better quality from your production. Maybe you need to learn effective and ethical marketing techniques to improve your promotion of your podcast and know how to better inspire people to take action when you give them something to do, like subscribe to the podcast or share the episode with someone or buy something from you or your sponsors or join your email list or rate and review you in iTunes or other podcast apps and directories. Maybe you need to refocus your goals and build your podcast around a plan to reach your goals in order for you to give or receive profit from your podcast. No matter how good we think we are in any area of life, really, I think there's always room for improvement. So don't let improving slow you down from your podcast. Don't let this hard thing stop you. Seek to improve and work on those areas that you're able to. Try not to get overwhelmed by all of the areas you need to improve. Pick one and focus on that for a little while, and then you can focus on the next thing. And I suggest you focus on that order that I give of the five cornerstones of a podcast. Your content first, then your presentation, then your production, then your promotion, and lastly, your profit. And the last thing that I think could be a big struggle for your podcast, and it could be one of those hardest things you'll face in podcasting, is ending. Closing your podcast could be hard for many reasons. It could be some emotional attachment that you have to your podcast. Even if you really, really want to quit, there can still be that that feeling of, oh, I'm sad. It's over. It's gone. Uh, maybe I should resurrect it. Maybe I shouldn't quit. And it's really up to you to decide when and how you should end a podcast. And I have a separate episode where I talk more about that. The link is in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash hardest things. But if you run out of content or passion, then your podcast may become kind of a zombie. It's not really alive. It's not really dead, but it's kind of somewhere in between or undead. And I do hear some podcasters reach this point, and that's the first step toward pod fading when their their podcast slowly fades out of existence because their passion starts fading, their production schedule starts fading, they don't put out as many episodes, their episodes get shorter or maybe they get longer and the actual value in their content decreases. It's really hard to say goodbye It's really hard to end something that you've invested your time, your passion, your money, and much more into, but there may be a time for you to end it. And that might be one of the hardest things you'll do, but it may be one of the best things you could do to enable you to do something more. I was at my previous job for 10 years 
And it was a dream job, but I had, I had accomplished every dream that I had in that job, every goal in that job. And it was time to move on. And as much as I felt burnout, as much as I felt like there was nothing left for me to accomplish, as much as I felt like there was no more purpose in my being there, and I really, really wanted to leave, and it felt like a daily torment to me, when I spoke to my supervisors and I gave my two weeks notice, I actually choked up. I, I was about to cry because as much as in a way I kind of hated my job because there was nothing left for me. It was a good job, but because it was no longer good for me, I hated it. But even then to say the words, I'm giving my two weeks notice. I'm going to resign. I choked up. And you may face that too. But if I hadn't resigned, if I hadn't done that hardest thing, then the Audacity to Podcast might not exist today. I might not be talking to you today. There are many other ways that I've been able to affect other people positively that I would have never been able to do had I not done that hardest thing back in the past of ending one thing so that I could start something else. And yes, starting was really hard, starting my podcasting business. And back then it was a web design business and supported by the podcast. It was really hard to do that. And throughout my business, there have been times that's been really hard to continue. But I, I really do praise God for the way that he has blessed my business and the way that he's blessed the direction I've been taking with my business. And I learn so many things along the way that it's amazing. I'm overwhelmed by the awesome people I've met. I was at Social Media Marketing World recently, and to talk to people who have said, you helped me start a podcast. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have started a podcast, or I learned everything I know about podcasting from you. I couldn't have podcasted without hearing episodes from the Audacity to Podcast. That stuff just, wow. In fact, I want to read a couple of these iTunes reviews that I recently received from D. Benson J. said, professional informative. I found you through the great Ray Ortega at the Podcaster Studio. Yes, Ray is great. He also hosts Podcasters Roundtable, and I'm a co-host on that. He continues here. I'm glad you guys are so caring of the community that you cross-share your expertise. Daniel is an intelligent, kind teacher who makes learning a snap. Excellent professional production and detailed notes on the website and iTunes show notes. Thank you so much for assisting me on my journey. See, that kind of stuff is amazing to me, and I couldn't have ever made that impact on his life, or maybe it's her life, if I hadn't done that hard thing in the past. Or Mike Mahoney, or better known as Wordsmith on iTunes, and from the Orange County Copywriters, I have a link to that in the notes. Mike said, extremely well done, polished, professional, and informative. I've been searching high and low for a truly valuable, informative, no-nonsense podcasting resource and have finally found it with the Audacity to Podcast. I listened to my first episode recently and felt like I was getting a one-to-one -one consultation in fact, every episode has felt that way. I appreciate the excellent production quality and the fact that there are no ums, us, or rambling grabs at expressing your thoughts. 
I'm a veteran business communicator whose goals include developing my own series and use what I learn to monetize the knowledge through workshops or consulting. I'm a long way from part two, but feel so much closer after discovering the Audacity to Podcast. Thanks for all that you're doing and keep up the outstanding work. You probably have praise like this too. And if you don't work through those hardest things, you may never get to hear nice things said about you. You may never get those glowing five-star reviews that brighten your day and are the best thing that could happen to you. You may never get to hear how much you've changed someone else's life with your podcast if you don't have the audacity to podcast. That's why I named this show The Audacity to Podcast. Yes, there's the double meaning in the name, but it's really about that courage, that guts to keep going even when it's hard, to start even when it's hard, to keep going despite the negative feedback, to keep going despite facing controversy and maybe the negative feedback that results from the controversy, to keep going despite whatever other issues you have in your life or struggles you're facing or energy that you may be suffering with at that moment, but to keep going and pressing on, to keep going and improving your podcast and improving the cornerstones of your podcast. And at some point to end one thing when it's appropriate and start something else new to reach a new audience, to make change in other people's lives, to continue with your audacity to podcast. If you want to get these links and resources that I mentioned in this episode, then go to the audacity to podcast.com slash hardest things. I This episode went completely differently than I expected it to because I think you can feel my passion behind this. You can feel some of the emotions. You can, you can probably even detect some of the stress I'm under right now because of the negative feedback, the personal attacks that I'm receiving right now after recently putting something out there that was very controversial. And it's all of that that inspired me to share this with you, to be a bit more authentic and a bit more transparent really with you in sharing this. And it's my hope that you do keep podcasting. Maybe it's not with the podcast you're hosting now. Maybe you've realized it's time to end this podcast, but there's another one that you have in your mind, something else you want to do to make a positive impact on the world to help or entertain people. And that's what you should be shooting for with your podcast. So I'd love to hear from you What have been the hardest things you've faced in podcasting? But don't stop there. Tell me, how did you overcome them? Now, you could be in those hardest places right now. And so maybe I can help you with that. Maybe we as a community, maybe someone else can comment with some suggestions of how to help you through that struggle. Maybe we need to work one-on-one. Maybe you can join Podcaster Society someday. Maybe it's something that you just need to put it out there and say, I'm really struggling with this, with my podcast. I need some help. I need some encouragement. I need to know that I'm doing the right thing, or I need to know what things I'm doing wrongly so that I can fix them. Please comment on the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things. And if you have overcome a struggle, please go there to the show notes as well and share that victory and maybe look for how you can help someone else. This isn't only a me to you connection. This is also a connection between you and someone else. Think of that with your own podcast too, that you're not only connecting 
with an audience, but try to connect your audience with each other. Build a community. Build a tribe, as Seth Godin would say. So please comment on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash hardest things. I'm now back from my recent travel and speaking at Social Media Marketing World, as well as recording interviews at NAB Show. I recorded seven interviews at NAB Show, not as many as I was thinking or hoping to record, but they are some really cool interviews. And uh, with these videos, I'll be publishing them soon on both my video channel in iTunes and my YouTube channel. And I have links to those on the website and in the show notes for this episode. And one of the things that I'm most excited about that I came back from, literally brought back with me from NAB Show, is a new microphone. I was talking to Rick, also known as the EV guy on YouTube, and Rick works with ElectroVoice, and I was talking to him about the ElectroVoice microphones, asking some questions because they had a bunch of their microphones sitting out that you could try and listen to through headphones, and I told him how much I'd love to switch to the ElectroVoice RE320. He recognized my voice and especially recognized my logo because of the videos I previously put out for the ElectroVoice RE320 and RE20 when I had some demo units that I was able to borrow for a short time, test, review, publish those videos, and then return those microphones. So when I told him how much I thought the RE320 was better for my voice and how I'm looking forward to someday when I have nothing else that I need to spend money on, switching from the Heil PR40 to the ElectroVoice RE320, he said, well, tell you what, I'd love for you to be using one of our microphones. So he gave me an ElectroVoice RE320. So I did not buy this microphone, and I'm using it right now, but I would have, and I've wanted to buy this microphone for a while, and the more time goes on, the more I've been thinking about selling my high LPR40 and buying the ElectroVoice RE320 because I think it's a better microphone for my voice. I've been using it for this entire episode. So listen to this episode and compare it to my previous episodes. And you might notice the difference and how this microphone from my voice sounds more clear. I think more understandable. I think it sounds less fuzzy is my way of describing the sound my voice was getting from the high LPR 40. So let me know also in the comments what you think of this new microphone and watch for those videos that I'll be releasing on my separate video podcast in iTunes as well as on YouTube. And I do send out the little reminders to my email subscribers of my videos in case you're subscribed only to the audio podcast. One other announcement is that Google Play Music Podcasts, boy, that's a long name. I wish they'd just call it Google Podcasts or Google Play Podcasts even, but it is now available, including some basic stats from the system. You can see how many people are subscribed to your podcast through Google Play Music Podcast, as well as what other kind of activity you're getting from your podcast inside of Google Play Music. Right now, at its launch, it still feels very much like a beta. There are a lot of things about it that are kind of weird and some things that are a little bit broken based on certain tests and maybe uh, some encoding methods and such. And there are some things that I don't like about it and maybe you don't like either. But I think this is good and we should embrace this and make sure your podcast is on Google Play Music. If you haven't already submitted your podcast to Google, then go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash submit to Google. And that's my video where I show you how to submit your RSS feed to Google. 
It's really easy. And then when you're approved, you get this really long link that I believe the link is designed to be so long because it's bouncing through different things that if you're on a mobile device, an Android device, that is, that it would open in the app appropriate to that platform or take you to the website depending on how you use it. It's not as seamless as the iTunes method, but it, I think it will still be improved as the years come. And if you're interested, you can now subscribe to the Audacity to Podcast and all of the other Noodle Mix Network podcasts through Google Play Music. Speaking of the other Noodle Mix Network podcasts, my last announcement here, please remember to nominate our shows in the podcast awards as well as your other favorite podcasts. If you need some suggestions or some brief instructions, go to noodle.mx slash podcast awards. We are going for three podcasts from our network for technology, TV, film, and business. But then we also recommend some of our friends' podcasts and some of the podcasters from Podcaster Society in case you're looking for what to fill in with other fields. So go to noodle.mx slash podcast awards for that information. And we are very grateful for your support. We're in the nomination phase right now. I really recommend that you click on that button on the site to join the list to be reminded of when to vote because voting will start in May. And then we need votes every single day. Right now, it's just one nomination. Later, it will be daily votes, and we'll let you know what podcasts are in the finalists and what other podcasts we recommend voting for. That's at noodle.mx slash podcast awards. I'd love to help you with any of these areas you may be struggling with in your podcast, whether it be starting your podcast, improving your podcast, maybe even ending your podcast, and you're trying to figure out how to do it in the best way and keep your content online and all of that other stuff. I have some resources in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things that will help you with that. But if you want to work one-on-one, I'd love to help you with that as well. You can contact me through the website at theaudacitypodcast.com slash hardest things. That's also where you can go to share this episode if you found it helpful or inspirational in some way. I'd really appreciate it if you would share it with others. And that's one of the best things that you can do for the podcast is to tell other people about it. So now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.